My name is Emily McCormick, and this changed my life. What's this, you ask? Good question. You'll find the answer as you listen in. My friends and I dive into everything from faith to fashion, culture to coffee, purpose to parenting, leadership to love, and so much more. So settle in and let's learn and laugh together. Hi friends, I hope you are well. Thank you for joining me on here today. I hope that your December, you are getting moments to pause and rest amidst the busyness. I know I am kind of fighting for that to just remember and pause and rest and reflect. And today I wanna talk about something that has been a massive brain shift for me just this week that I really believe could be life-changing. And it's the simplest kind of phrase and it's contemplate the goodness of God. And I wanna, so I say that to start start with that, but then here's how this came up. I was talking to one of my best friends in the whole world and she was sharing with me a conversation that she had with a pastor and leader that she really loves and respects. And she was asking him, how do you keep that wonder in your heart and in your eyes and in your soul for just the work that you do and the goodness of God? And even how do you fight for joy amidst seasons of really intense hardship or um kind of discouragement or disappointment or grief, whatever it might be. And his simple answer was contemplate the goodness of God. And it can sound very cliche or it can sound like, what does that even mean? Contemplate the goodness of God. And she was just briefly explaining to me over the phone of just what that has been like for her since she heard that phrase of in the moments where it's really hard to fight for joy. Friends, life can be really hard. I do not... One of the greatest tragedies, I think, is that people can hear, oh, if you know if you know God, if you know Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, life just gets easy and it's just joyful and happy and everything goes your way. And I'm like, that is just a lie. It is just flat out a lie. And then people get confused because they're like, wait a minute, I trust God and I love God, but life is still hard and my circumstances have not changed. But I want to tell you the truth, friends, is life when you trust Jesus does not mean it gets easy. Life on this side of eternity is is paired with hardship and grief and sorrow and disappointment. That is what life is. There is a real enemy. There's also real suffering in the world. There's real sins that happen. There are real um, disappointments. Life is never, was never promised to be easy. Jesus lived a very hard life. Many of the people who followed him did. Here's the difference is when you know whom walks with you, that he walks with you, in the middle of the storm. And so the reason I give that backstory is just to say, if you're struggling to find joy, if you're struggling to put a smile on your face or to remember, gosh, okay, there's goodness, there's good things to be had. You're not alone, friends. You're not doing something wrong if life is hard. That's not true. Um, but for me, I'll use myself as an example. We're in the middle of a huge life transition of facing complete unknown future of where we don't know where we're going to be living. We don't know the job we're going to have. I don't know the friends that I'm going to be surrounded with. I don't know the church I'm going to be at. So many unknowns and I can really struggle to just get caught in the mental trap of, oh my gosh, God, what if we're lonely? What if my kids are suffering? What if they 
are just devastated and never recover? What if it ruins them? What if we don't have, I mean, this spiral of like, and of fear, and then the joy is gone. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I got to do this and really obey the Lord and trust him. But this sucks. Honestly, like I can get in that spiral. But when my friend said that to me, the contemplate the goodness of God this morning, and yesterday, and when she told me, I paused and was like, okay, that word contemplate is to really dwell on and rehearse in your mind and really remember. Okay. And so for me, I was like, God, I'm terrified of the future. I'm struggling to find joy in it. I feel grief and I feel sad and I feel anxious and I feel lonely and I feel unseen and I feel unknown, but I'm going to pause and I'm going to cause and like exercise my mind to contemplate your goodness. How have I seen the goodness of God in my life? Friends, it doesn't mean circumstantial. Sometimes it does. We get to see tangible gifts of God, but sometimes it's, wow, Lord, I remember when you brought comfort to me in the time of really scary news. I remember watching friends go through heartache and and death in their family and death of a child and you stepped in and supernaturally met them and brought them in like just you cannot explain the joy that they had god i remember when you've restored areas of brokenness in my own family god i remember how when we planted a church 10 years ago we did not know if it was going to work we did not know if people would meet you we did not know and look what you've done god i remember the fears i had even four months ago of walking through this transition and fearing that I'd never have the courage to do that. And look how you've shown up for me. God, I remember and just rehearsing and contemplating his goodness. And I'm reminded of Psalms 103, where it says, forget not all of his benefits. Friends, if you can't see visibly the things of provision in your life, forget not the benefits of God. He heals you from the inside, friends. He saves you from condemnation. He he forgives all of your sins and makes a way for you to be close with the Savior. He restores marriages. If I could go on and on of the marriages that I have seen restored that should have never been restored. And if that's not you, if you're still waiting for the miracle, don't lose heart. Remember the things and the ways you've seen and provide. And if you're asking and if you're in a place of desperation, I would even encourage you, read the scriptures. The, the scriptures are full of, God, I don't know where you are. What are you doing? I don't understand. I can't see, but I will still have hope, but I will choose faith, but I remember that you are good. And so I just want to encourage you today. If you're struggling for joy, if you're struggling to remember that he has not abandoned you, if you're struggling to see in your current reality, I would just challenge you, contemplate the goodness of God, the areas you have seen him work before. We are forgetful. Friends, I am so forgetful. I forget so easily the things that God has done. And I I look at my life and if it was not for the grace of God, I would be in a very different place. I would not be the wife, the mom, the friend, the daughter, the sister that I am today. I would be in a very dark place if it was not for the goodness and the grace of Jesus. So I just want to encourage you today, find time. There's something so powerful about the mind, isn't there? Within 30 seconds, I can be in a very dark place in my mind or friends, 
Can you pause and say, no, no, I'm going to contemplate the goodness of God. Where have I seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? We will see the fullness and the goodness and the restoration of God in eternity and on the other side of this world. But right now, there are places that we can see the goodness of God. And so if you're in a place struggling for joy, would you join me in forgetting not all his benefits, rehearsing the things and the areas and the times that you have seen him show up for you? And I'm just going to pray even right now, Jesus, you are alive and you are good. And I do not understand your ways. So many times I have questions and I know there are a million ways where I will not understand the why or the how or the when or the who, um, but I do fall back on your character and that you are good. Lord, would you right now, whoever's listening, would you remind them, would you give them space and would you remind them of the goodness that you have have provided for them? Even places maybe they've never even recognized that it was your hand. And ultimately, would you be enough for me? And would you be enough for whoever's listening? Because I know so often we long for more. We want the tangible things that we can touch and see and hear and feel. But God, you are better than all of those things. You are better. I can say that and believe it, but yet help my unbelief. So whoever is listening, God, let this person hearing these words and let me, let us contemplate and rehearse and remember and forget not the goodness of God. And let us rest and dwell on that in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, thank you for listening. I am in it with you and Merry, Merry Christmas.